And I could very clearly feel like someone had sat down on the bed next to me. My one sister, Teresa, come literally floating down the stairs. She never touched those stairs coming down. One night we went downstairs, we heard a bang like something had fallen. Several doors in the kitchen cabinets were open, like wide open. But there's very distinct audio on one of the uh, videos that says, open the door. Very nasty, demonic sounding voice. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF. This is the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. I'm Rebecca Black. And Rebecca Black without the boot today. Yay! She just kicked up her foot and showed me I was that. very excited. She's actually wearing a tennis shoe, but she said, look, no, and you were kicking your foot up. For some reason, I thought you were going to say no underwear. Oh. I swear. Well, that too. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I always, always wear. Thank you. Undies. I got to double up. And it, it's, <laughs> I don't really double up. I don't know where that came from. (laughs) I told you I came in kind of frazzled today, so I might not make any sense on this podcast. So I apologize. Which is great. Like you sent me a text. You're like, warning. (laughs) And I got excited. I'm like, yay. I like it when you're in here with your hair on fire. I I love it. Uh, First of all, we have to say thanks to everybody who came out to the It Chapter 2 screening. Yes. The Haunted AF screening. That was awesome. Yes, and it was. it's another reason you need to go to the website all the time because you never know when we're going to have good stuff like right. this to give away. So that's it, hauntedaf.com. That's where we have all of uh, our Harrisburg State Hospital photos from Scott, the new ones that we got from Amy. That's where we're posting everything, including this information that we've been getting about the Stanley Hotel. Yes. So now photos are starting to roll in and stories mm-hmm. are coming in. And of course, and that's where that's the inspiration behind the Stephen King yes, movie, The Shining. That's where Stephen King was staying, where he got completely freaked out yes. and decided he had to write this movie about a haunted Which hotel. I love. So another reason to go to the Facebook page, the Haunted AF Facebook page, we have the story posted there from the Huffington Post. Mm-hmm. This is a couple years old, but it's really incredible. So Rebecca, could you read that? Uh, yeah. So the Mouseling family went on a spirit tour at the 108-year-old Stanley Hotel in Estes Park. That's happened in 2017. When they got home, they noticed a photo taken by John Mouseling that seemed to show a young girl walking down the stairs, although there were no kids on their tour. Okay, so Ziggy posts the picture. Do you see her? She's right there at the top of the stairs. It's just like this kind of shimmery white. I'm sorry, the I said the top of the second the, stairs. Yeah. Like this kind of white shadow. Like almost in a robe. Yeah. And to me, when you look at that photo, because they're, they're saying, well, there weren't any kids on the tour. I'm like, right. that doesn't even look like a kid on no, the tour. That, that looks like a, a straight up ghost. Mm-hmm. Okay, so keep going. All right. So Ben Hansen, former FBI agent and host of Fact or Faked Paranormal Files, analyzed the picture and found no obvious signs of trickery. The girl is the first thing you notice, but the photo may also feature a second apparition. Okay, show us this one, Ziggy. Okay, so see that kind of blur standing there? So that was what I saw first, okay. was the blur, and right. not the woman in white right. standing at the top of the stairs. Okay, so the the mouseling said there were just two people on the stairs when the picture was taken, but you can definitely see a third figure walking up the stairs and away from the tour group. Look through the railing post as you realize that you can't see their legs. Yeah, so when you see that top <gasps> part, she's almost, whatever it is, is almost as clear as the people on the steps. Yes. But then you can see right through wherever... Uh, yeah, I don't even know what's going on there. It's right. almost like it's going through her. Yeah. Well, and then we got an email from 
Keith. So he has an Estes Park story. He says, my wife has family in Fort Collins, Colorado. When we visit, we usually go to Estes Park. One year, my son Zach and I did a ghost tour at the Stanley. It was pretty much by the numbers affair, just walking around the hotel while the guide told stories about a maid who met a fiery death due to a gaslight. Yikes. And they also showed us the room where Stephen King stayed. I was taking a lot of photos with my digital camera. Even though I don't believe in orbs, every picture I took had some sort of weird anomaly. And the main ballroom was filled with orbs. Then we moved to the music building, which is supposedly haunted by a young girl and a handyman. So it makes me wonder, the girl in that photo, right. is that what they're talking Maybe. about? In one small room, they were told that the girl would sometimes close the door if asked to. Now, the thing about this door is that it has to go over a rise in the floor. Mm-hmm. Of course, she didn't shut the door. Nothing happened. But as we left the room, I messed with the door. And sure enough, it was not easy to get over that rise in the floor. So in the other small room, we were learning about the handyman when we all heard an unearthly string of musical notes play in the building. Everybody heard it. There was no explanation for it. Of course not. There never is an explanation. Right. So then we leave a few minutes later and as we walk by that first room, the door shuts by itself. Now another couple witnessed it and we all told the tour guide, but he was very much been there, done that about the whole thing. It ended up being a fun experience with a good story to tell and a shining baseball cap from the souvenir shop. And you know what Keith did? What? He drew a picture for us. says, I didn't see the girl, but this is what she looked like in my mind's eyes. Here, oh creeping around gosh, the door. Yes. Thank you, Keith. That's a great drawing, by the way. Yeah. Weren't we going to have like a wall of ghosts or something? Yeah, I don't know. That's been a while. I've it, forgotten. That was our whole thing. When was, people called yeah. in with stories, we wanted you to draw pictures of your ghost. Right. And we had like four people do it. Right. It, which Including like, us, which was t- not good. Yeah, they were not that's good. That's what makes them fun. Yeah, they're supposed to look goofy, yeah. but actually Keith's was really good. That's a legit drawing. Hello. So you probably know Dawn from VH1's Football Wise, from the Food Network. Network, CNN headline news all over the place. She is also a devoted mom and an outspoken supporter of autism awareness. We just love her because she's a friend. Dawn Newfeld, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, girls. What's up? We have been trying to get you on for months now. I know everybody's been so busy, but I know you have a ghost story and we're dying to hear it. I totally have a ghost story and it seems like it's an ongoing one according to what happened last night. Oh, yes. Favorite kind. (laughs) Okay, so we bought our house in Frisco, Texas in 2005. And at the time, my husband Ryan was playing for the Buffalo Bills. So we were kind of going back and forth between Frisco and Buffalo. Mm -hmm. So we come home for the summer, the year after we bought the house. House is still kind of discombobulated. We just hadn't really been there to do much. But um, what's the best way for me to describe this? I go to the bathroom one evening Um, You know, we got our little water closets here in Texas and I'm handling business and I hear a what I would best describe as a younger woman's voice say, get out of this house. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay. And yeah, I'd already been at the point where I was like, did we buy the right house? Did we not buy the right house? And so to hear something like that, I'm like, that's different. Yeah. So both of my sisters were visiting from California at the time. And I was like, well, someone's playing a joke on me. Right. So I'm like, which one of you guys just came in here and said, get out of this house? They looked at each other and they looked at me. One was like, that's it. I'm out. I'm going to check into a hotel. I mean, it got to... It got to the point where they were both so scared that they ended up sleeping on the couch. So that kind of ruled them out. I was like, okay, so they didn't say it. My husband didn't say it because he's got this real brawny, deep voice. Right. So it became very clear to me that that night there had been some sort of presence in the house. 
And then sure enough, about a year later, our house flooded. We had a toilet break um, while we were in Buffalo. So water had just been coming out of the second story bathroom for probably a month and a half. Oh, no. And, oh, my goodness. And since then, we've had other things that happened, you know, like a pipe would break, dead smack in the middle of the house that needed to be fixed. So things have happened over the time that we've been in this house, which is now 14 years, that have kind of made me think that initial communication was more of a warning. Not like a, we're here to hurt you. It's more of a warning. Isn't and even from the perspective of my husband one time working on a document, he sends it wirelessly to get printed out, goes over the printer, pulls off the sheet of paper and reads it. And all it says is the word beware. Are you serious? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, okay, what'd you t- I need to know what you just yeah. And sure enough, nothing on anything, <gasps> any part of that sheet of paper Ugh. said beware. And so then like just other things have happened over the years. A recent one that happens, I throw a big bad mom's pool party every summer, get all my girlfriends over and you would just chill and have a great day. And so I was home alone after the party, cleaning everything up. I wish I could say I was drunk because then it would all make sense. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But I wasn't, but I'm in my house cleaning up. I'm upstairs on the second floor and I heard the door to the garage close. It has a very distinct. Yeah, but you so know that. that door, yeah. yeah, I hear the door slam and literally heard someone running up our back stairs. And oh. I was at the top of the back stairs. I'm like, I, I was like, I'm getting ready to die. So I'm standing there with a pair of scissors just waiting for it. And <laughs> there's no one there. I'm impressed there's you had no a weapon there. nearby. Yeah, yeah, good for you. Look, if there had been a doll nearby, I would have grabbed it. <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> and it would have been deadly yeah, at that point. Been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and there was no one there. So, I, you know, I lit up my sage and went through the house or yes, whatever. Yes, good girl. And then literally last night, I cannot make this up. So I woke up in the middle of the night last night, and it was very clear to me that there was some sort of being standing over my bed. And I even remember what it looked like. It almost kind of looked like a man's body with one of those, like, hooded shawls they wear when they're doing those weird... No, yeah, that's what crazy. we always hear. We hear about... I just crazy. got chills. Oh, we hear about yeah, that too much. I mean, the majority of the experiences have been in this house. I mean, besides the house I grew up in when I was little, I had a situation one time where my mom was out of town and playing hide and seek with my sisters. We had a babysitter there. Well, I guess they just got tired of looking for me because I could hear them in the other room. They were eating pizza. I was like, I'm going to stay under this bed until somebody comes and gets me. So all of a sudden, the door to the room, it doesn't get pushed open. It just kind of moves open, Mm. stops. It was almost eerie just in and of itself. And because of the bed skirt on the bed, I could see feet. But what it looked like to me was someone was wearing like a white type of karate pant with a white sock. And no one in my house ever, ever, ever took karate. Then what happened is it sort of walked along towards the bottom of my bed and you couldn't see where it went because there was a toy chest down there. So I'm like, if they're playing a joke on me, someone's sitting on the bed. So I probably waited another 15, 20 minutes of being dead quiet in the room. So I'm like, I'm going to make a run for it. Ran towards the door, turned around. There was nobody in the room. You need to keep in touch with us because it sounds like this is an ongoing yeah, thing with you. Yeah, frequent too. So anytime you have another story to share with us, because these were brilliant, you have to let us oh, know, okay? Sure. Oh, right. and before I let you right. go, exactly. um, next time Rebecca and I want to be invited to your bad girls yeah. pool party, okay? Yeah. 
Oh, for sure. It's on. We have such a good time. We get beans every year. Oh, yeah. Good stuff happens at those parties. Awesome. <laughs> Sounds fun. Did you say beans? <laughs> beans. <laughs> oh, right. I was like, where are we getting beans? She thought you served beans at your party. I really did. I'm like, is that like in a cup or a bowl? <laughs> no, like, no. how does that work? No. Okay, Dawn, thank you. That was awesome. You guys are awesome. It's so good talking to you guys. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs> so we talked last week about people who are claiming that the podcast is giving them ghosts. Yeah. And again, this is not just one person. We Mm -hmm. have gotten multiple people who are like, oh, something really weird happened to me right after I listened to the podcast and I got another one. So this is from Taylor. She says, hey guys, I love listening to your podcast, but I officially had to take a break. I think the ghosties are contagious. Eek. (laughs) She actually wrote, eek. I have a story for you. This all happened in a matter of like four hours. So one of my teacher coworkers introduced me to your podcast. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. And I was listening on my commute. So I went over to my dad's house and brought up your podcast, and he told me his own ghost story. Love it. Apparently, he was on a religious journey after his divorce years ago and reading the Bible from front to back. So one night, he wakes up, and he sees a dark figure in his room Mm. sitting right next to his bed. So he grabs his Bible, and he screams at it until it goes away. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Just picturing a man screaming at a ghost. I'm like, yeah! Yeah, with his Bible in front of him. (laughs) Just clinching. So Taylor leaves her dad's house, officially freaked out from the podcast and her dad's story. So she goes on to say, our house is really small. It's just me and my boyfriend and our cat, Gus. Oh, Gus, Gus. I know. I love that name. (laughs) From Cinderella. I know exactly what you're doing. The mouse. She says, we've been in this house since April and we haven't had anything happen to us. It was built in 1884, so there's got to be ghosts or something. Anyway, we were watching TV when I heard what sounds like a cabinet closing. So I asked my boyfriend and he heard it and he's like, what? No, you're just hearing things. Mm-hmm. She says, boys, I know. So I finished this cup of ice cream and I set it on our coffee table and then all of a sudden it just moves like six inches by itself. <gasps> yeah. Six inches? <laughs> so I look at my boyfriend like, please tell me you just saw that. And he said, okay, now that was creepy. <laughs> and Taylor says, I was like, uh-uh, not today, Satan. <laughs> Not today, Satan. I cannot deal. I started tearing up and freaking out. Don't cry. Don't cry. I ended up sleeping with my Bible that night, literally in my bed. She says, sorry that was so long, but I had to tell you as soon as possible. She even sent us a picture of the ice cream container. That is hilarious. Okay, and see the red outline? It's where it moved. That's how far it slid. That's a long way. That is a long way. Okay. That is more than six inches, I think. I don't want to poop on your ghost story, but haven't you ever had that happen though where you have a cup sitting in condensation not six inches though it's always like a little like I've had it move a lot I mean I remember being in high school and we would be at McDonald's and they would get lots (laughs) like really really (laughs) condensation cups if that's I don't know how to say it and they would just like slide all around on the table by themselves I mean it very well could be just the condensation right Right. plus I don't want Taylor to be scared right (laughs) no I was tearing up I know I know honey I think you're okay but at the same time I did not see any like condensation on the actual coffee table. Uh, If you look really closely, you can see it a little bit. We'll post that on the Facebook page. See, well, it's hard to see it right there. We'll post it on the Facebook page and on the website and let everybody kind of decide for themselves. (laughs) And we'll we'll take a poll. How many people have had their things like slide across the table? Where it legit looks like it's being moved by something. Yes, because I've had that happen to me so many times in my life when I was like a kid. Because I was thinking, I don't recall that happening recently, but 
it happened a lot when I was a yeah. kid. But then I'm like, well, was I just really haunted at that point and I didn't realize didn't know it? it? I don't know. Anything's possible. But you're right. Speaking of ghost stories that might not actually be ghost stories, we have someone on the phone now and he is all about disproving ghost stories. Okay, I think this is fun too, though. I think it is too. And especially since we have people who are getting legit scared. Uh-huh. Hello? Hello, is this Articus Crow? This is. Hi, Articus. This is Julie Fisk and Rebecca Black with Haunted AF. How are you? Good. How are you? Good to hear from you both. We're great. But we were wondering, is your name real? Yeah. Articus Crow. Uh, Articus Crow. You sound like a magician. Ah, yeah. <laughs> like I should pull some handkerchiefs out yes, of my Yes, yes, seriously. <laughs> you know, actually, it's a pen name. I'm actually a, uh, we'll call it a middle ground uh, writer. So my agent said, hey, Go with a different name, Pally. And you are working on the Not-So-Haunted Hotel Guide right now, correct? That's correct. Okay, so how did this get started? So, you know, I'm a firm believer and uh, who's had a handful of supernatural experiences myself that can't be explained away as much as I try. So, but after having these kind of ghostly encounters, I wanted to understand it. So I started reading every ghost book, show, and video clip that I could find. So Q, that was almost 20 years ago. And unfortunately, what I learned was that there's way too much faulty evidence. And worse yet, mm-hmm. there's just a lot of staged things for entertainment on the shows and whatnot. Thank you. And yeah. uh, I feel the same way. And I know that since they started making all of these ghost TV shows, right. and now there's all this great technology for like finding ghosts and right. tracking them down, it seems like we know just as little as we've ever known about the paranormal or what the heck is actually mm-hmm. going on. I mean, we hear stories all the time. We are steeped in ghost stories. And if even only 1% of those were actually like couldn't be explained away, were right. actual real ghost stories, that's still a lot. Mm-hmm. And yet, yes, none, of these, yes. none of these ghost shows show us anything. It's no. not the same thing. It's yeah. like, you hear a scary noise, they cut to commercial, and then they go back and it's always just kind of about the host. Well, you I know? always question the technology, right. too. Like, how, <laughs> yeah. do they, how do they know that if this thing lights up that it's a ghost? Right. I, I'm so confused by all of it. And like, you i mean we've watched all of it we're totally into it and yet we never come out of it with anything that makes us believe any further than we already did we'll be right back bloody fm presents hometown ghost stories a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week bringing you all the hauntings from haunted houses to castles bridges to asylums wandering spirits to demons Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. Yeah, one of the weird things, the ghost hunting obelisk, I've been doing research on it. And the phonetic responses they're supposed to get, I don't know if you've ever seen it, they're saying, who's there? And all of a sudden you get the little speaking spell robot that says, hello, or something like that. Right. Yeah, I had an app like that. It said fart. The the creator... (laughs) (laughs) It did. (laughs) (laughs) The the creators can't even explain how it works. You know, it's cool with those shows, but it sort of just muddles up the people who want real answers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, so what are you going to do? Are you going to go to pl- like hotels that are supposedly haunted, like the Stanley? 
Oh, yeah. We've already Chipunky. gone to the Foley House in Savannah, which is voted one of the most haunted places in the South. Yeah. Um, and we spent three days there. And this weekend, we're actually going to Charleston. Uh, we're going to go to the Old City Jail, where I think Ooh. like 13,000 people died. And we're just trying to do it honestly. We're, we're sitting there. We're listening. We're recording. We're using some pieces, like we will use the electromagnetic, uh, electromagnetic field detector. But that's more to find if there's faulty wiring. We're not trying to look for ghosts and stuff like that. It would be great if we could find the Holy Grail, which is, uh, you know, something on video or something clear on audio. But we also are trying to pop as many bubbles as we can. So those people are kind of saying to themselves, hey, I'm a believer, but I'm getting frustrated by all these small things. Uh, that they can get some justification, find the real proof. So I obviously you people need to buy your book so that they can um, <laughs> so that they can read all of these. But I was wondering, is there like a small bubble that maybe you could pop for us? Yeah, for sure. So I was actually speaking with psychology researcher Dr. William Krenzer, and the pair of us kind of agree on a few obvious ways that rational occurrences can be mistaken for brushes with paranormal. So the most obvious thing is pareidolia, which is a tendency of the brain to kind of make out faces and figures from vague stimuli like yes. shadows, uh-huh. bad lighting. But there's a few dozen other pieces. Just recently at the Foley house, without uh, giving away too much, I found air conditioners that move drapes. Uh, we found that there were, especially in big cities, because man, is a little big city, we'll call it, but you hear a distant scream only to look out and find a bachelorette party yeah. kind of walking oh, down the okay, street. Yeah. So a lot of things like the electromagnetic fields, I found what my EMF went off to, uh, near a circuit breaker, and later I would walk past there and get dizzy a little bit. Uh, my equilibrium would be a little messed up, but it has nothing to do with ghosts. It just has to do with the effects of some of these small pieces that we usually rule up. Oh, that was supernatural when it's not. Right. I noticed that sometimes in these houses, these old houses that feel haunted mm-hmm. when you're walking down the hall or something and you start to feel off center that the foundation is it's, messed up okay. and you're actually kind of walking at a slope. So maybe it's just that maybe you're yeah, feeling confused yeah. because you're all of a sudden not level. Right. So when is this book going to be out? You know, we're talking to a couple of publishers right now but unfortunately I have to go visit a couple more places so we're targeting probably 2020 uh, maybe mid 2020 to go ahead and and get it out here so we'll keep everyone updated and I always leave notes on our Twitter I I don't want to sound like a grumpy guy as I do believe but what I think is the responsibility of ghost hunters is to be as tough on themselves as possible in order to sort out the unexplainable from the explainable okay so you just said you do believe though absolutely I've had too many things happen to me that I can not explain. Give us the best one you got. Oh, yeah, yeah. I grew up in Chicago, and every Chicago local claims to have some sort of gangster story. You know, I heard for everything from <laughs> my aunt was captive by John Dillinger to Babyface <laughs> Nelson and, you know, been gunned down a few blocks from my cousin's hobby shop. So I was the only one that didn't want anything to happen because I was terrified already because everyone that lived near my South Side home knew that Al Capone Chicago outfit owned right. my house. Oh. And there were tunnels. There was tunnels allegedly under it. And so... Oh. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, and they would kind of sneak the booze out. The old timers used to talk about it all the time, like, hey, I'd see someone go in your house and then come out of the golf course across the street where the tunnels come out of, and then the house across the street from there. Well, I was the baby of the family. This is the, you know, I love the 80s. This is early 80s. Um, (laughs) But everyone was protecting me. They didn't want me to know because I was just a little kid, but they were having all their own weird little experiences in the basement where that 
uh, in our basement, you could go down as all cement walls, but mm. one little section was just bricks and you could feel breezes and everything coming from it. Mom had a door slam in her face and then pounding behind it. My sister that had to call the cops while we were on a family party because it sounded like someone was coming up the stairs in the basement. The dogs were barking, but they protected me from this. Well, one day, unfortunately, our house, the top floor had a fire, um, and so they had to rebuild it. Well, on the first day it happened, my old buddy um, Adam and I, we decided to have a sleepover all by ourselves in the house. So we're in our room. This is high school. We're like 17, 18, and all of a sudden, boom, basement door downstairs shut. We're the only ones in the house. We start hearing footsteps going up and up and up. And I'm thinking he's sleeping. I'm sleeping. I'm on the sleeping bag. I let him have my bed. And all of a sudden, I hear my buddy Adam say, Oh my God, Justin, what is that? So, I'm an artist, uh, so, uh, so, um, so we got up and there were some tools that were uh, left over by the carpenters. They're still kind of fixing up on some of the drywall. We went over there and we grabbed some of their tools and the doorknob started jingling. And we said together, we thought it was a robber. Maybe we went one, two, three. And as the door is kind of just going back and forth, like someone's trying to get in, we open it, silence outside, nothing there. Oh my God. The, the two of us got in the car, his car, and like, we just nope. said, let's go to your house and sleep for the night. <laughs> oh, that is excellent. That's wonderful. <laughs> we can't rationalize it. So that's how I know there are, and there's a dozen other things, but there are things. We just need to be tough on ourselves about it. No, I think that's I great. Agree. You're I absolutely love it. right, because you can't have a show that's just taking advantage yeah. of people's fear. Right. It's like, let's learn something, but you're going to have to go back to your house. Yes. And do. You have to. Do an investigation yes, there. Yes, you have to. Yes. Is it still there? Oh yeah, I'll have to. Yeah, I'll have to reach out and see uh, who owns it now. But uh, yeah, maybe maybe you have something here. I might have to go back over there and check it out. Heck yeah, oh, that sounds awesome. Well, keep us posted. I, I, it sounds like you're going to have to get back in touch with us at some point and tell us some more ghost stories because it sounds like you have a bunch. And then keep us posted on the book as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, uh, Julian, back for your time. I uh, really enjoyed being on the show. I'm a I'm a I'm a big listener actually. Once I found you guys, I uh, I listen every time you have something posted. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, and yeah, we'll we'll share the love. Just yeah. keep us posted. Again, that's Articus Crow's Not So Haunted Hotel Guide coming in 2020. Fingers crossed. Yes. Thank you so much. So take a minute to go to the Haunted AF Facebook page. We shared a link there a while back, and it was video that came from the Cane Rosa in Carrollton, Texas. Right. And evidently there is a ghost there that likes to pull hair. Yeah. And you need to see, because there's one video where you can tell she's being agitated. Right. There's one where her head, like, pops back. Yeah, like, you can see the hair up in the air, like, being... Rebecca and I decided it was, like, time for a Haunted AF field trip. Yep. So we went to the Cane Rosa in Carrollton, and we talked to Becca. She's the general manager. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting with Becca. She is the assistant general manager of the Cane Rosa in Carrollton, where Rebecca and I came for lunch, and neither one of us have had our hair pulled or anything. So we're a little disappointed, but we wanted to know if you had any ghost stories for us. So I've never had my hair pulled either, but it's happened to some of our servers. The things that I have experienced have been just odd noises, especially when I'm here by myself at night. So um, I've made it a point in my closing now to get out of here at the same time as everybody else. So I don't have to sit in the restaurant by myself. It honestly scares me. If I am in the office by myself after close, I'll usually have the door closed too. And um, I'll hear what sounds like a tapping on this metal table that I have back behind the office door. Um, and it'll just kind of just be this repetitive tapping. Um, I've heard some eerie noises in the bathroom too late at night before um, that I always just try to brush off and ignore. 
Um, one of our um, old pizza managers, Fernando, he's at our White Rock location now. He used to show up before everybody else and would hear somebody whistling at him when he was the only person in the building. So there's just various, various little things. And when you said the bathroom, is that the bathroom in the back or one of these bathrooms? Uh, we only have these bathrooms right here. So okay. these bathrooms on here, yeah. Because I want to do the haunted AF tour of haunted uh, bathrooms. bathrooms. would be so fun. Yeah, because it's <laughs> just like everywhere you go, there's a haunted bathroom. So when we're done talking to you, we're going to go camp out in the bathroom. <laughs> get a ghost. Feel free. Yeah, feel free. Um, we had a, a guest not too long ago come out of the bathroom pretty spooked. She was in there by herself and she thought she had heard like a ghost or something. Okay, side note, um, haunted bathrooms. Yeah. You need to let us know haunted AF, uh, what is that? <laughs> oh my gosh, haunted AF podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that's if you have a haunted bathroom that we need to go and, and inspect. investigate. So we did go into the bathroom. We did. And nothing really happened. I mean, we freaked ourselves out a little bit on some things. Yeah. Yeah, nothing really happened. And I will say that there was one bathroom door, one stall door, mm -hmm. that would make this really awful, like, sound. And um, it, it didn't sound like a stall door. Well, and it was like a delayed, too. Right. Because it, it would shut, and then it would be like five seconds later. Right. It would do it as it was swinging back. So as you were walking out of the stall or pushing the door, it wouldn't happen. It would happen behind you as you were walking away. Mm -hmm. So I can imagine the first time I heard it, that kind of freaked me out. Yeah. Otherwise, nothing else really happened. Nobody's hair got pulled except <laughs> Rebecca. At one point, I turned around and I'm talking to Becca. And Rebecca like pulls my hair super hard. <laughs> and I, I had this like legit guttural <laughs> reaction because at first I was like, I'm I'm getting ghost pulled. Uh, yeah. I'm getting pulled. I was so excited. And I turned and I see Rebecca leaning across the table and I screamed, bitch. <laughs> she laughed so hard. We like had a minor scene in the restaurant. It was the best reaction I think I've ever seen in my life. And I'm so sad that I did not have my video camera out and rolling because you literally, and I could see the disappointment on your face because so it was excited. And then you saw me and you're like, you bitch. Yeah. Okay. And well, then you yeah. took some audio. Did you? I did. Did I anything? took some audio and I've listened to it in my car, which is not the greatest place to listen to it, right? I haven't had time to like break it down and do it, but there are a couple of moments where we're talking. This is after where you and I are just talking to the ghost, like telling it to come get us and stuff. And right. I hear these what sound like moans. Oh. Like, no. Okay. Yeah, there's like three of them. We got to break it down and okay. like really listen to it. Okay. Then that's your homework. And that's my you homework. I'm going to have it for next week, I promise. Well, and I wanted to tell you what happened to me. This is going to make make me sound so crazy no. but okay so as we were leaving we realized we hadn't gotten a selfie together right and so we go and stand in front of Connie Rosa and I try to get my phone ready and remember how my phone went yes. completely haywire yeah it, it just, went white it went white it stopped working so we get our picture and we go over and we're leaving we mm -hmm. say bye I get in my car and I sit there and I can't get my phone to do anything really and I start freaking out a little bit I'm like what is going on with my phone and I look up and the car in front of me there's a car parked in front of me and the brake lights are just flashing over and over again. Yeah. And I, I started freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah. It's yeah. in and the I, parking lot. I look down at my phone and it's miraculously working again. And so I just pull up and I start to film. And the second I start to film, <gasps> someone comes walking up next to me and unlocks his car door. <laughs> it was him trying to get a 
to his car. <laughs> but so I had to have freaked you out. It freaked me out so, so bad. bad. <laughs> so I'm, then I'm like trying to be cool. Imagine walking up to your car and there's some woman in the car behind you filming your empty car for no reason. Okay, so for those of you who are freaked out that, that we think that you think that the podcast is haunting you, just listen to us here. We are freaking our own selves out. I feel like I'm haunted so. all the time now. All the time. <laughs> but so here we go. So oh, I'm no. legit freaked out at this point because my phone is acting crazy. Right. So I just hold my phone out and I start did the voice memo and I started recording. Mm-hmm. And I asked a couple of questions and my oh. car is completely silent. But you can see where there's noise registering, even though there's Shots. no noise happening. Oh. So I listen to it and there's this, it's not a voice, but it's like this whoosh sound. So I sent it to our new friend. Her name is Stephanie Shapiro uh-huh. and she is now the official Haunted AF sound engineer. We've sent her a little bit yeah. of sound stuff. So Stephanie, are you there? Hi. Hi, Stephanie. It's Julie and Rebecca from Haunted AF. How are you? I'm good. How are you girls doing? Good. We are good. Okay, so Stephanie reached out because just a couple of weeks ago we were talking about how we needed somebody yep. who was like a sound engineer or technician who could mm-hmm. help us with some of this audio that we were getting. And Stephanie wrote to us and was Yay. like, I can help you. So thank you so Woo-hoo. much. How are you today? I'm good. And I'm really excited to be on here. Oh, Yay. good. Well, we're excited to have you. And we've already been sending you like <laughs> lots of audio. So I just sent something to you. And we were just talking about the stuff that I got in the Cane Rosa parking mm-hmm. lot. And I felt completely insane sitting in my car recording complete silence and asking questions. <laughs> but I noticed as I was recording that there was it, my phone was picking something up that I couldn't hear. And so I sent it to you. And what did you hear when you listened back to that? So as soon as I put it into uh, onto my software, I saw a lot of like peaks and spikes in the beginning and like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff in the waveform. Mm-hmm. And when I listened to it, it sounded kind of weird. It sounded like a lot of thumbs, but it wasn't really clear what it was. I'm going to mess around with that a little bit this weekend and see yeah, if so I can. Yeah, so you can like jack up the volume on it and yeah. try to find some little But it something. definitely, it wasn't like the Lizzie Borden house stuff that we had. Right, no voices. Yeah, where it's like, come up here. You I'll know. killed you. Right, <laughs> it was nothing really obvious. Right. But the other thing that we sent to you recently, um, it was Allie from Appleton's story. So um, we were listening to it last week, and Allie is a perfect example as to why you should send us voice memos, because mm-hmm. her story was really scary, but right. she had such a sweet little happy voice that it was just incredible but we heard something strange so Ziggy will you play a little segment from that but this one I would always see crawling on the ceiling and he was a little scary um when I got scared I would usually go to my parents room and they would have me sleep in the living room (laughs) without them uh, when I got scared so I would always see him crawling on the ceiling it was just a dark figure just crawling around the ceiling so when we listened to Allie's audio last week, mm-hmm. Rebecca, you noticed something. Yeah, it's like a growling almost. Yeah, it was. She, there were weird changes. Weird in the changes audio. in the audio, but there's like if you hear like when she as soon as she mentions that figure or whatever, you hear this like like I don't See, know what I heard when I listened to it. I saw her going into a tunnel. So yes, after the fact, but that initial first like couple of seconds of it, it just it doesn't sound right. Okay, so we sent it to Stephanie to get your opinion. What did you? think when you heard it? Well, I made it a little bit louder and I noticed there's a lot of background noise. So Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure where she was. Sounds just like the acoustics of the room because sometimes 
You know how they say if you put curtains in a room, yeah, it, it doesn't sound. sound so empty? Yeah. Right. So sometimes sounds, they just like reflect and the microphone picks it up. Right. And it kind of causes like another echo effect. So womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, Man, what? I thought it was going to be like the audio whisperer or something. Like, I found something. Well, who knows? I mean, <laughs> I I, wish. I'm gonna, we're still trying to get back in touch with Allie to find out like, where were you? I no, mean, I don't trust my other audio. Um, <laughs> from Connie Rosso. <laughs> I know we've got so much weird audio. I swear audio. I hear a moan, but apparently it's not. It's going to be some reverb from the room. That's why we're going to talk to Stephanie. Yeah. Because it's like, if there's a way to disprove it, that's, then that's true. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. that's okay. That doesn't mean ghosts aren't real. And Stephanie has a ghost story, anyhow. Oh, yay! Tell us your story. Yes. So, uh, my parents, they did construction on the house that we're living at, and they made me like my whole new room. And this was like a long time ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. I started staying in uh, my new room upstairs, and really weird stuff would happen. Like, it first started with uh, a really bad and scary sleeping paralysis. Mm-hmm. I was, like, turning in bed. I know I wasn't completely asleep, and then I saw this thing right next to me in bed. Ah! And, yeah, it kind of looked like a skeleton, and it had all these holes in its face. Oh. And I felt it, like, pushing my face and, like, touching me. Ah! Yeah, I managed to, like, wake myself up by, like, making a tiny noise. Yeah. And uh, I just kept getting bad sleeping paralysis in there. And at nighttime, the closet doors would pop open. One time I heard, like, knocking. They, like, screamed for my mom to check it out. Uh, There was this one time I was in bed. I wasn't asleep. Everybody else in my house was asleep. And it was, like, pitch dark. And I heard a guy's voice say my name in my ear really loud. Yeah, I just like flipped around and uh, I stopped sleeping in my room for a very long time. Yeah. 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 That's like sleep with mom. So do you live in this house anymore? I do. Still there. Yeah. So do you still have the sleep paralysis issues or was it just that period of time? No. It was usually only in that room. Yeah, I moved to a room downstairs, and everything's fine. Nothing creepy ever happens. We had the actor David Park on, and he was talking about his sleep paralysis issue. Yeah. And he went to his doctor or because he had a similar situation where yeah. he woke up, and there were two figures in the mm-hmm. room with him. And his girlfriend was like, oh, those are just the two ghosts that follow me everywhere. Oh. And he was in a really bad state of um, sleep paralysis like that. Like they were or, sitting on his chest. They or he were, felt like they were sitting on his he chest. He felt like they were sitting on his yeah. chest, right. And then his doctor said, actually, it's sleep paralysis. It's right. nothing more than, you know, kind of get over yourself. You're right. not haunted. But when you move to another room and it's not happening mm-hmm. anymore. like That's weird. That's yeah. super weird. Yeah, yeah. Something's definitely happening. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Well, Stephanie, if yeah. it's okay, we're going to keep sending you audio and feel free to shoot it down. Yep. Just tell us we're crazy over and over again. It's totally fine. All right. Please send it. I love listening. Awesome. Thank you so much, Stephanie. No problem. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. Bye, girls. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. So going back to the stuff that I recorded in my car, which again, I know makes me feel and sound completely crazy. But um, you're not crazy. I have not spent enough time with it. I do have the capability to like um, amplify the sound, to slow it down, to stretch it out a little bit. And I haven't done that because I'm always at home alone. (laughs) Okay, how about you just send it to me and I'll do it at work at the radio station. Okay. So that that way. Okay, then we can, yes. It's out of your house. Yes, thank you. Well, we will do that, but also my 
my family's around this whole weekend, yeah, so I'll okay. feel a little bit more comfortable. Okay. So I'm going to do a little bit more work on that. Uh, believe it or not, we have more Stanley Hotel stories. Oh my gosh, they just keep coming. I know. I just got one right before I came today, and this guy was so excited listening to the podcast. He pulled over to email us like, mm-hmm. I have a Stanley Hotel story, so we're going to share that. And... So you know uh, the Haunted Railroad Crossing in San Antonio, yeah. how it's non-existent right. now because they went in and leveled it so no like <laughs> ghost kids are going to... Built a neighborhood like over it. Yes, it's really sad. But thanks to one of our listeners, we have a new Haunted Railroad Crossing. Yes! yes it's driving distance for you and me. Oh my gosh, we're going then. Yeah, so that's all coming up on the next Haunted AF. All right, Haunted AFers, remember to subscribe either iTunes, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast platform is. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, as well as our brand new website website hauntedaf.com Ooh, it's so bright and shiny over there gotta say thanks to our board op ziggy backer <laughs> and to andrew <laughs> Malaga for our theme song also a shout out to on air media for titles and technical support and of course we have to thank you for listening to haunted af by the way julie if i die first i'm gonna come back and haunt you oh i'll come back and haunt you too rebecca 